This is Outcasting Overtime from Media for the Public Good, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Hi, I'm Tim, an Outcasting Youth participant. The LGBTQ community, however you define it, is enormously diverse, filled with widely differing opinions on just about everything. Within the community, and a lot of people don't even like calling it a community, some people fight with each other over aspects of LGBTQ identity. Men fight with women. Some gay people say that being bisexual isn't gay enough. And some transgender people who have undergone medical transition say that other trans people who haven't aren't trans enough. There is disagreement on political and legal strategy that results from differing levels of discrimination. Gay people are often less oppressed by society than trans people, and as a result, to take one example, New York State enacted a non-discrimination law protecting gay people many years before the passage of a law that protects trans people. This caused huge tensions between gay and trans New Yorkers and those who support them. But a widely shared experience within the community is that LGBTQ people are often marginalized and oppressed. LGBTQ identity and equality are highly politicized by conservatives. There wouldn't need to be a fight for LGBTQ equality if LGBTQ people were in fact equal. It was a huge achievement to win marriage equality, but it wasn't anything like the last piece of the puzzle. There are many other critical areas where equality isn't a reality yet. So for many LGBTQ people, their experience of being marginalized and oppressed gives them solidarity with other oppressed minorities. And this often means that they are aligned with political liberalism. When LGBTQ conservatives align themselves with the Republican Party, it can be an enigma, and it raises an important question. Why would people who are LGBTQ themselves and straight allies align themselves with a political party that opposes equality for LGBTQ people? Without looking more deeply, it is true that being LGBTQ doesn't prevent anyone from holding conservative political positions. So there's no inherent contradiction, for example, between being transgender and favoring a free market unregulated economy and the death penalty, between being bisexual and opposing a woman's right to choose or government involvement in healthcare, or between being non-binary or gay and opposing regulation of guns. And yet, some LGBTQ conservatives have said, perhaps jokingly, that it is more difficult to admit being conservative than it is to come out as LGBTQ. So what is the issue? Why do some LGBTQ people consider LGBTQ conservatives to be hypocrites? Without getting into the complicated relationship between true equality for minorities and the modern Republican Party, it is safe to say that many Republicans, particularly those who identify themselves as social or Christian conservatives, oppose equality for LGBTQ people. Some LGBTQ conservatives don't think that the Republican Party is anti-LGBTQ. In an age marked by a meteoric rise in misinformation because of the internet and social media, some people blame fake news and simply deny that there's any opposition to LGBTQ equality by the Republican Party. And it is true that Republican citizens are not uniformly anti-equality. A 2021 Gallup poll indicated that 55% of Republicans support marriage equality. Not as high as the 83% support among Democrats, but still a majority. But many Republican elected officials and other leaders take a harder line. Conservatives often oppose hate crime laws, 
even though LGBTQ people are at greatly increased risk of becoming victims of hate crimes. Republican state leaders advanced a record-breaking number of anti-LGBTQ laws in 2021. The Republican Party's national platform in 2016, which was readopted in 2020, condemned marriage equality. The Equality Act, which would finally add LGBTQ people to our nation's civil rights laws, is supported by Congressional Democrats and President Joe Biden, but hasn't yet been passed in the face of substantial Republican opposition. And at the Supreme Court, conservative justices appointed by Republican presidents have talked about overturning marriage equality and allowing claims of religious freedom to override LGBTQ equality, something we're talking about in our current Outcasting series, which is available on our website, outcastingmedia.org. In light of this substantial division between conservatives and liberals, what might cause some LGBTQ people to support conservatives? One reason might be that LGBTQ conservatives want to reform the Republican Party from within and make it more inclusive and supportive of LGBTQ equality. Perhaps they feel they can be more effective at changing the organization by remaining inside than they could be as outsiders, possibly by keeping internal lines of communication more open. Another reason could be that many LGBTQ conservatives are gay white men, often the least marginalized group among LGBTQ people. Everyone has their own hierarchy of views. For some people, their social and economic position may insulate them from some of the day-to-day -day discrimination that less privileged LGBTQ people face. So if you're a business executive who happens to be gay, being able to run your business without government interference might be more important to you than discrimination faced by LGBTQ people. But it is not hard to imagine that the more oppressed you are, personally, the harder it is to ignore the oppression in order to support other political views. And this reality brings an important distinction into focus. When people vote, they understand that they probably disagree with their chosen candidate on some issues, but they can't pick those positions apart and vote for them separately. They have to prioritize what's important to them and choose a single candidate. So if our hypothetical business executive favors an unregulated environment for his company, he may vote Republican because he stands to gain more through the freedom of his business than he stands to lose because of discrimination. But is that a choice that shows any solidarity with the larger LGBTQ community? The story of Rob Portman, a prominent Republican senator from Ohio, offers an important lesson in empathy. Like most other elected officials, both Republican and Democratic, Portman wasn't an early supporter of marriage equality. What turned him around was finding out that his own son is gay. It is certainly a wonderful thing that Portman evolved. We hope that his relationship with his gay son is warm and loving, and we're very glad to have him as a rare Republican supporter on this issue. But shouldn't it be a given for elected officials to be able to empathize with struggles for equality without needing personal experiences to make the struggles real to them? Isn't empathy a basic human quality? Shouldn't people be able to understand things that are beyond their own personal experience? Which brings us back to LGBTQ conservatives. Maybe they do care about LGBTQ equality, but not enough to cause them to vote against Republican candidates who oppose equality. So their shortage of empathy undermines equality for all of us. If the personal experiences of LGBTQ conservatives is that marginalization and oppression don't make their own lives miserable, can't they at least empathize with the struggles of other LGBTQ people for whom inequality is a more pressing issue? perhaps much more pressing? 
Equality is supposed to be one of the core values of this country. It is the foundation on which everything else stands, but it is not the reality for lots of people. And when LGBTQ conservatives vote for anti-LGBTQ Republicans, they are putting their personal interests and ideologies ahead of the larger struggle for equality of a community they belong to. If they betray this community by putting the basic human right of equality in the backseat, can they really expect greater acceptance among LGBTQ people? Thanks for listening to Outcasting Overtime from Outcasting Media, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Outcasting Media is a production of media for the public good, based in New York. This piece was created by the Outcasting team, including Lil, Isha, Sasha, Justin, Sarah, and me, Tim. Our executive producer is Mark Sophus. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about Outcasting, make your tax-deductible donation, watch Outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to Outcasting and related content. You can also find Outcasting on Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Spotify, and other podcast sites. Thanks, and thanks for listening. <laughs>